0: friends, welcome to another episode of the New York City K-Pop Queens Podcast. I'm your co-host, Charity. And I'm your co-host, Emily. As always, we have a huge show for you guys this evening. We are going to talk about some very anticipated debut and a comeback. Got7 had a comeback this week. My favorite, Kai, had his first ever solo <laughs> album. Oh my goodness. And Hypen had their debut this week as well. A new That's the new group from Big Hit. The AAA Awards happened this week, so we'll be talking about the winners and some of the performances. We also have a big surprise for you guys in relation to kind of awards. We'll get into it later. <laughs> BTS did a really cute thing with Disney this week. Also, Emily has the news for you, and we'll also talk about our Songs of the Week. Emily, how are you? How was Thanksgiving? Yay! It was great. How was yours? It was good. It was nice to to eat a lot and relax.
1: Yes, very chill. I think, like a lot of people, a smaller family gathering for me mm-hmm. this year, but it was nice to be able to see some family. Ate way too much. I'm just going to be, my jeans aren't going to fit until the end of the yeah. year. Let's just put I'm, it that I'm way. I've just
0: accepted the fact that it's, just, it's <laughs> just, it is what it is that this time of year, whatever.
1: It is what it is. <laughs> yeah, it's the, it's the holidays. Yeah. It's what it's for. <laughs> I've been indulging in everything. But yeah, Thanksgiving was great. Last week was such a big week with the BTS comeback. And I think our Thanksgiving episode, we talked about some heavy hitters. So thank you all so much for listening to that. I want to get into poll results from last week's episode. We talked about NCT, Resonance, part two came out. So we reviewed that album and kind of compared it to Resonance part one. They've given us so much material the past couple months. There's a lot to digest and it's fun to figure out which songs we vibe with and why. So we asked you, we asked the Queendom between the two lead singles, the lead single from resonance part one was make a wish. And from resonance part two, it was nineties love. And we asked which one was your favorite make a wish one. It was 63% to 37%. Oh, okay. Are you surprised? Really, no, <laughs> no, I don't think so either. Make a wish is such a strong song, not only for that album and for this whole NCT resonance series, But really, like, K-pop for the year. Make-A-Wish is a great, great song. So, not surprised. Um, Sticking with the theme of NCT, we asked one more question about them, comparing Resonance Part 1 to Resonance Part 2. And this one kind of does surprise me, Charity. 54% chose Part 2. Really? Yeah. I figured it would go the same way as... Right. I thought it would go the same way as the first one because Make a Wish was the single from part one, but Queendom never stops surprising us. So (laughs) I'm very they they liked part two more. Yeah, yeah. I think we both said we liked part one a little bit more. They're both great. No wrong answer there. And then the last question we asked, we just wanted to know whose comeback that you're most excited about this week. The ones that we've decided to review, we're just curious kind of who you guys are excited about. So the choices were Kai got seven and in hyphen, Kai got 48% of the votes, got seven, 29% and in hyphen, 23%. Oh, everyone's excited for Kai. I'm not surprised because like all three of these groups have really dedicated fan bases. Kai's obviously not in a group, but he comes from XO, Super M. He has loyal fans. And Then you have got 7 who has kind of amazing loyal fans. And in Hyphen, they have this built-in fan base for a group that's debuting because of Island, the reality show. So a lot of big debuts and comebacks this week, like you said in the intro. So thank you all so much for voting. We ask questions as conversations come up during the podcast every week. And we want to know your opinions. So please follow us, NYC K-Pop Queens, on Twitter and give us your feedback. Let us know what you think. We love to hear from you, we love to communicate with you. Speaking of, let's do some shout outs to our queendom. We see where you're listening from every week, and we're so excited. We can't thank you guys enough. Walnut, California, Lexington, Kentucky, Hutchinson, Kansas, Rutherglen, Scotland, Seoul, Korea, Zurich, Switzerland. What's up, guys? Thank you so much for listening. We really, really appreciate you. Hello to our first-time listeners. Welcome. We hope you like what you hear and you come back. We love our queendom, and we're really happy we get to do this every week. So thank you all so much for listening. I'm ready to get into it, Charity. Yes, always I <laughs> have so many have thoughts and opinions on these albums. Let's start with a really anticipated comeback, I've been waiting to talk about these guys since we started the podcast. We're talking about Got7. Got7. So they're part of JYP. I kind of look at them as like the older brothers of Stray Kids. Mm -hmm. I'm sure they're not. But, you know, they debuted, what, 2014? So they've been around quite a while. And we're familiar with them because we're both fans of Jackson Wang, huge superstar. He's from this group. And this was our first time to review a full album. So the album's called Breath of Love, Last Piece. And they released two singles, which I thought was really smart and interesting. So it's Breath and then it's Last Piece. Should we talk about, let's talk about Breath first, because that came out first. Mm-hmm. And also, is it Breathe or Breath? Because it's spelled like breath, but I feel like in the song, I heard Breathe multiple times. Same, so same. that's I was a little confused. I'm like, well, <laughs>
0: okay, it's called Breath. But I don't really hear them say breath in this song at all. I, I only hear breathe. Whatever. Breathe. Okay. Breath, they can breathe on me. I, whatever.
1: <laughs> whatever it is, I, I'm, I'm here for, for it. it. <laughs> what did you think about
0: the video? What are your, Give me your thoughts, song and video. Okay. I love the whistle in the beginning. I think that's so cool. Yes. I, don't, I don't know. I, just, I wasn't expecting it, for one. And I yes. really, really liked yu gi voice so much in that song. Not to get into last piece yet, but I do like that the videos were basically, I wouldn't say identical, but the identical sets. And it was just like a different take on this
1: story. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it's like they were telling us the story. Like they're walking outside on the street and we keep seeing the gallery. Now we're inside the gallery. Yeah. I thought that was really smart and really an interesting way to tie them together.
0: That silk scarf that's like floating through the air, I assume that's Mm -hmm. symbolizing the woman, which I was like, well, I guess that's me.
1: (laughs) (laughs) There's my scarf.
0: (laughs) But I do have to say, you don't really see a lot of choreography. I don't know if there's any choreography at all in Breath in the first one. But Mm -hmm. last Mm -hmm. piece, I really, really liked the choreography a lot. Yeah. And I liked that they did it throughout the whole video it wasn't just yeah. bits and pieces I just thought that was a kind of a cool idea that to have those two songs relate to one another with the same video mm-hmm. and they're trying to tell a story
1: I, I really liked it yes yeah. yes I love that they're telling a story and I thought the song and the music video for breath is very unique especially in k-pop like you mentioned there's no choreography it's they were setting kind of a scene, which I loved. I loved watching them walk back and forth on that kind of city block and seeing them interact with each other and interact with the camera. It was just really interesting and well done. And I agree with you, that whistle, the whistle and breath is so catchy. Mm-hmm. And it's not only at the beginning, you know, it's in the chorus. And it's just, it's very memorable. It's referencing Make-A-Wish, which we just talked about. But that whistle, like, stood out to me. I'm, I guess I'm a fan of whistles. I don't know, but I <laughs> loved it. Well, DNA, there's a whistle, too. <laughs> Here we go. And that's, that's what got me into BTS. I love whistling in K-pop songs. So <laughs> I just thought that was so cool. And the music videos going together, it was really smart. It still gave us two completely different dynamics because the songs are very different. Mm-hmm. But it kind of brought it together, and I just thought it was so cool, like really, really interesting. And this felt like a breath of fresh air in the world of K-pop because it visually was so different. Yeah. And visually, boy, are they stunning! Oh my goodness. Oh right, yeah. We'll get into bias talk later, but wow, it was it was hard for me to pick a bias because I thought going in, well, Jackson's my bias. Me I too, love him. Me too. And then as I start, I watch more and more. I'm like, ooh. Same. Ooh, no, no. Who's this? Who's this? I can't wait to find out who your bias is. Oh, my goodness. Well, they have so many weapons. They're really talented. And vocally, they're phenomenal. Mm -hmm. There's a few voices that stand out in this group. But they also have cool rappers. They have like... They just have a different vibe, and I love their choreography. Like, my favorite GOT7 song is Calling My Name. I love that song. I feel like it deserved a lot more last year, people. Sorry, You Calling My Name. I always say Calling My Name. You Calling My Name is the best. If you haven't listened to that song or seen the video, watch it and watch the choreography, the dance practice for that one. It fits to me who they are. Like, they're grown and they're mature and they're cool. And they do a certain choreography where they really are just grounded and do small hip movements that are so on beat, love. I'm a fan of who they are so much. And I would say now I'm a major fan. now I think I could be, you know, I already was like, oh, I like GOT7, but hadn't stand them yet. And I think I was kind of waiting for this comeback to do so. And yeah, I'm here. I can say I'm officially in August now. I like them. I'm feeling them. Part of the fandom. Yeah, same. I obviously knew of them and
0: I'd heard some songs and I would say that I really knew was Jackson and I love Jackson so much. And we mm-hmm. talked about him a bunch on podcasts yeah. Because
1: we both love <laughs> He's him. one of I would say he's he's one of the rare guys that we both agree on. Yeah. That we're yeah. both yeah. like. Yeah. We both find him hot. And if you're loyal listeners, if you're a member of the Queen Dub or you know us personally. Charity and I rarely have the same taste in men. Mm-hmm. So it takes a special <laughs> one to draw us together. Yeah. And we're both like Jackson. And we both had huge fans of yeah. his. But again, when we get to bias talk, things have changed. Charity. I know, same. I was really <laughs> expecting <laughs> him to smash me because he
0: always has. Again, I wasn't as familiar with the rest of the guys in the group. Yeah. Because they really haven't had a comeback in a while. Not since I've really been a multi. So this was kind of the first time. And- Boy, now that I'm in this rabbit hole, there's no coming out.
1: <laughs> right? I also, what I really like about them is you're seeing a group that's been around for six years. I mean, they're almost BTS level. Yeah. BTS was 2013. They're older than Monster X. And they've. there's something about them that really feels like mature grown men. Mm-hmm. There's something in their vibe. You know, they don't live in a dorm together anymore. They all have their own apartments. They all have their own social media. And they all wrote this album. Individually, they each wrote songs. Yeah, there's just something in all of that that shines through artistically in the music and in the visuals that I can appreciate. And I'm I'm sure you can too, because we're technically older fans. So I vibe with them. I like what they're doing. It was really interesting to me after I listened to the album, I had already picked my favorite songs to see who wrote those songs, to kind of see... Who was responsible for the songs? It gives you a different feel for who they are as, you know, who they personally are and what they bring to the table. Just really cool. The only thing that's disappointing about this is that JYP didn't seem to hype them at all. They were hyping themselves on their individual accounts. They did so much marketing. And I wonder why. I think I know why, but... For those of you that don't know, so if you went to, like, Got7's Instagram page, there was nothing about this comeback. Today, they posted all the images. <laughs> it's so weird. Okay, it's well, like- the comeback was on Monday, so they didn't do any hype. They didn't do anything. The guys did all the hype themselves. They don't have a U.S. record label, and their album was number one in the United States the day it came out on on iTunes. So, huge shout out to Agass, to the fans, to everyone Mm -hmm. who was streaming and bought the album, like they really came out to show them support. And I was so happy to see that. Because once I started seeing that JYP wasn't supporting them, I was like, uh, (laughs) what? This should be the group that you're pushing hard. But my guess why they're not supporting them is the same thing we've seen with SM and XO. XO's album to me last year was the best thing that came out of SM. I was just, that Obsession album is so good from start to finish. And they barely promoted it. And I think it's because the members are older. So they're not going to invest in pushing them, especially in the states. SM took all that money and invested in NCT. Yeah. And I think with JYP, they're gonna invest in stray kids over God 7.
0: But I get it. I but I feel like you can't you can't write off a fandom because of how old the members are. Totally.
1: Well, yeah, totally. Like the Boyle fans will still buy every album and support yeah. them. And guess what? A lot of K-pop fans like us who maybe aren't as familiar. God seven speaks to me. I love them. And to be really honest, I was showing videos of theirs to a few older locals. We would call them not K-pop people. And it was their favorite K-pop they've ever watched. So like they speak to a lot of people musically they would cross over so easily yeah, yeah. into the West. So yeah, I think JYP is really making a bad move here. I would promote this group so hard and put so much money behind them because they have it. They're special. They're different. Give them love. Yeah. But we'll promote them as hard as we can on this podcast and through our social media because they deserve it. Let's get into the album. What were your album picks? Okay, so I have a few, Yeah, <laughs> as always. Uh, I really liked Wave. And
0: honestly, mm-hmm. I like yeah. so much because of Yugyeom. I love his voice. Yugyeom mm-hmm. and JB was great. on that chorus and pre-chorus and Wave. Oh my God, their voices are just, oh, I love them. I also really liked Waiting for You because, you know, it's like a sensual bass. Yes. We know how much I love those. And then Thank You, Sorry. I yeah. loved that it had so many different elements that I would not think in a song. Like it started with that kind of jazz drum with that like scratchy sound, you know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. then a very yep. 70s sounding kind of guitar yep. in the song. And I was like, I don't know. I just really, I really liked those elements together, and I thought it was such a different kind of song. But those are my three favorites. I mean, also last piece and breath. But we already talked about that. Yeah,
1: yeah, no, but but they're both great. And you know, you brought up Jungyam. He wrote breath, and JB wrote last piece. Nice. And there, I think JB as a leader is like mm-hmm. fantastic. Wow, he holds focus so well. I think he's wonderful and i noticed like he listed it was an old interview but it's up on like k-pop profiles the india Ree is one of his favorite artists Aww. and that's such a specific artist yeah. that is has been one of my favorites forever i love her as a songwriter and singer check her out if you guys don't know who we're talking about but when i saw that i was like that makes sense to me that he vibes with her mm-hmm. he I, I like him um but Shockingly, we have a lot of the same picks. Really? That never happened. Yeah, I know. (laughs) I think of the two first singles. I like Breath and Last Piece a lot, but I would choose Breath over Last Piece only because of that catchy whistle. Mm -hmm. I just think the chorus is maybe a little bit more catchy. So that's on my list. Uh, Waiting for You, I love the sound. There's something... With, I think it was Special and Waiting for You. Both gave me real Post Malone vibes. Very current, very cool, really like it. But my favorite song, my standout was Wave. I thought Wave was stunning. Like it legit made me cry. Oh, it made me cry. It's so beautiful. And it's so, I just love that, you know, we're riding through this wave. We're laughing through the pain. It's very relatable, I think. And it's not a sad song. It's actually a happy song. But there's something very bittersweet in it. Maybe like spring day vibes. There's something in the music and the lyrics that give me this like bittersweetness that really resonated with me. And it felt really sincere and not cheesy. And with those kind of love songs, I think it's very easy that they come across a little bit cheesy. And I don't necessarily always like them. With God 7 I believe everything they're singing and everything they're saying. There's something there that I feel like these guys have actually experienced this. They're not just singing about it. Yeah. Well, I mean, they're age, two.
0: You know, they're in their
1: late 20s. You still loading them and heating them up with all your single shit you've been dropping. You Mm -hmm. feel me? Loading them up on. It it only takes structure. And, And, you know, just paying attention to the climate of the game. Yeah, nah, man. So do do your homies uh got a role in your in your little? I mean, yeah, yeah. We all we all artists over here, man. I'm, y'all trying, yeah, oh, I'm trying Yeah, I'm trying, oh, I'm trying, yeah. I'm trying, I'm trying to get them on there. Yeah, yeah.
0: look, We all artists,
1: man. We go, you feel me? We gonna have this like, bro, Me and my man, like me and my man, Kyle. We be like, I don't know. We play, we play with this <laughs> don't shit. With I shit. gonna lie we play with this shit right now for a variety. Don't play with it. Take that shit. Yeah. And they live alone. Like, I think these guys are kind of singing what they're living. And it comes through with a lot more sincerity than some K-pop we've reviewed in the past. Mm -hmm. So it just hit me. I thought that song was beautiful. And that was written by Jin Young. Oh, nice. So shout out Jin Young. I loved it. But I liked the whole album. I think the album feels... It feels grown and mature and grounded and cool. I'm just, I'm a really big fan of theirs. I thought this was such a strong, really strong effort. And the fact that they wrote the songs, great. Love it.
0: Yeah. I'm proud of them. (laughs) They have some, like you said, real weapons in this group. They are very, they're all very, very strong.
1: Yeah. And something that I find interesting, and I always love it, and we talk about this with different groups, the one that comes to mind is another JYP group, Stray Kids. When the rappers can sing, Mm -hmm. when all of a sudden they're like hitting notes. In Wave, there's a moment where Jackson comes in. It's towards the end. It's at 2.53. Oh my goodness, did I get chills. I had to look up who is singing that. It was like the most beautiful couple lines I've Ever heard? There's so much emotion. And the way he pauses and breathes, I died. And he hits this high note out of nowhere. I'm like, whoa! Jackson. <laughs> Jackson. Like, okay. They have weapons, weapons. Yeah, I'm into got seven. I had a feeling I would be just because of the few things I knew about them and a couple of the songs from last year were so good. Again, you calling my name is my favorite got seven song. But
0: I <laughs> love that part of the video where. There's someone in the center and they're stepping on the other members' foot. Like, but it's yes. it's so cool. Oh my, I don't even know how they oh did that. Oh my goodness. The
1: choreography yeah. is so cool. Yeah. <laughs> like their choreography and their formations, it's really cool. That's was very cool. Really, really cool. And they do like the really fast, hyper precise movements that we're used to with K-pop, but there's something about them that just feels more grounded and kind of wavy and cool mm-hmm. that their choreography and the way that they carry themselves. There's a really cool confidence with every single member. Yeah. Huge fan to me. This album's a triumph. I'm so into it. We got to talk about it. Charity. We got to talk. Dying. Dying, dying. <laughs> I don't think we picked the same one, but I'm dying to know who your bias on your record. Okay. My bias is Young
0: Andre. And Ooh, yes, again, when I first went into it, I'm like, oh my god, I don't even know I'm gonna bother. Jackson's totally gonna be my bias, and same, same, <laughs> Jackson's my rocker. But Young Jay, okay. when I was watching it, I was like, who is that? Who is that? And I, again, how I know when I go down the rabbit hole, I start pausing, and I have multiple screens open, and I am very invested in figuring out who someone is. <laughs> and then when I watch other stuff, and I'm, I'm automatically drawn to them that's when I know and he's definitely it for me and I also really really love his voice I know I talk about uh yes yum, but oh my god young his voice is just like butter I love it so much so that is definitely yeah my he has a great
1: voice he has a great I like voice like, 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 like.
0: kind of like the messy hair like in his face yeah <laughs> oh, anyways and and Jackson's my record
1: <laughs> so Jackson's still your record yes, okay yes, I do okay love Jackson's still there yeah. Okay. Wait, who's yours? Okay. Jackson is not my record. Who's your boss? Jackson has been demoted. Yeah. I have two new boys in this group. Uh, Wait, hold on. Hold on.
0: I'm going to try to guess. Okay. Is JB one of them? No. Bam Bam? No. What? Okay. I don't know. I, I mean, there's
1: obviously yeah. more. Yu Gi Oh? Neither one. Neither. No. <laughs> <laughs> No, you're so off. Um, oh, yeah, so Jin like... Yang. Jin Yang's oh, my vibe. Okay, yeah. Yeah, I can see that his voice is I, oh my god. I love him. <laughs> I just like his whole his whole vibe and his persona. I think he's very cool. He's kind of like that guy that like is very understated with quiet confidence, but you still notice him. He doesn't have to he doesn't do the most, but I'm still always drawn to him. And then, like when I found out he wrote Wave, I couldn't believe it because I'd already committed to him being my bias. That I found that out, I'm like, yes. (laughs) And then it was really hard with Rucker because there's so many that stood out that I liked, but there was one that stood out to me pretty quickly. It was between him and Jin Young, and it's Mark. Oh, I love him. I just think he's so he's so likable. He has like a really cool voice. I like all of his social media. Like that's why I wish that every group let their members have social media because you get a better feel of their personality yeah. through it. And obviously like he's American, he speaks English really well. So there's no language barrier mm-hmm. in watching him. I just think he's very likable. He has kind of that boyish charm. He just has that like young energy in a grown man, if that makes sense. That's where I'm like, <laughs> like- in your male biases. <laughs> You you never get it. You never get it. Um, <laughs> you'll never guess. Yeah, no, I love Mark. I love Mark, and I really like Jin Young. I do like, I mean, I like them all. There isn't one that I'd be like, oh, I'd never date him. I love Bam Bam's energy. He is so outgoing and charismatic. So charismatic.
0: That's why I thought maybe I feel like, he would be.
1: Yeah, no, he steals the room for sure. I'm a big fan of his. He's one that I've seen his name so much mm-hmm. on Stan Twitter. And I get it. Like Baby has such a big personality. He's such a force. But yeah, this time I went with the quieter guys that quietly grabbed me. And Jin Young's definitely my bias.
0: Always full of surprises, Emily, with your biases. Always full of
1: surprises. <laughs> you can't you can't guess. You can't guess, guys. You oh, don't know who I'm gonna I know, go. For. I swear I know. I'm your best friend and I don't even know. So Yeah. Queendom, God help it's you. <laughs> 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 I, I just I don't know I'm just like into different guys yeah. different it's an energy it's a vibe yeah so those are my biases but a huge fan I think this album again we, I've said it a lot but this is a really really great album so a gos out there congratulations you guys killed it yeah killed it do we want to play a clip of one of the songs
0: so people can hear how amazing these guys are
1: oh my goodness for sure should we do breath breathe let's, yeah, see the let's do the first single one. yeah Let's do that one. That whistle. They can hear the whistle. <laughs>
0: So good. And that's, I mean, I know that I'm a broken record and we say it's so good, but it really is.
1: <laughs> it's so good. No, it's so good. I hope hopefully the Queen of you guys could all hear what we're talking about. That whistle. It's just cool. That song. God Seven's just cool. Like I wanna be friends with them. Yeah, I want to cool party kid. with them. I wanna, they're the cool kids, and they're the cool kids that aren't trying to be cool. Mm-hmm. They're just cool. Like they do their own thing and they're so confident. Yeah their vibe we are here for it got seven <laughs> huge fans i think we should stick with got seven and do one of our favorite segments of the week ladies and gentlemen it's quiz time, quiz time. <laughs> quiz time. <laughs> and that's our theme song for quiz time is charity says it first i come in a half beat behind her and then we do an awkward giggle. Who so needs a thing <laughs> when we can just do it every week? I mean, come on, you guys. We worked. We worked very hard on that. So hopefully, you all appreciate it. That it took us a while to write that one. <laughs> <laughs> the theme song for quiz time on the New York City K-pop Queens podcast. It's a hit. That's Watch so out, got seven. Watch COVID-19. out for right? you. <laughs> Okay. This week's quiz is really fun. You know, it's the end of the year and I know everyone's doing their wrap-ups, Spotify wrap-ups. Everyone's doing it. We all share it with each other. What songs do you listen to the most and your top artists? So kind of in that vein, we thought this would be a fun quiz because it's about songs in the 2000s. And based on what you pick, it'll tell you which GOT7 member you're most like. So the name of the quiz is actually, which GOT7 member are you most like? Based on your two thousands song preferences, fun times, fun times. Charity, are you ready? ready. All right. Pick a song from the year two thousand. Bye bye bye. In sync. Try again by Aaliyah. It's my life. Bon Jovi. Yellow by Coldplay. Who let the dogs out? By the Baha Men. The real Slim Shady by Eminem. My Love by Westlife, or Shape of My Heart by the Backstreet Boys.
0: I'm going to pick Bye 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 by NSYNC. And I have to say, for the younger generations, there's been some TikToks going around where people refer to them as <gasps> NSYNC.
1: That is not their I name. I say that. Their name is I NSYNC. See that. just a PSA. I see that. <laughs> That's, that's one of those moments where I'm like, this is how I know I'm old. Kids don't know how to pronounce NSYNC. Right? N S Y
0: N C. No, 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 no.
1: Yeah. No. It's sync. Just sound it out. Anyway, that's my PSA for that. Okay. <laughs> I up. pick Shape of My Heart by the Backstreet Boys. Oh. So now we're in a war Uh-oh. because back in the day, Backstreet Boy fans and NSYNC fans hated <gasps> each other. You were like, one or the other. There were no multis in the two thousand. bsb okay (laughs) from 2001
0: lady marmalade by christina aguilera maya pink and Lil kim you rock my world by michael jackson fallen by alicia keys drops of jupiter by train chop suey by system of a down independent woman by destiny's child i'm a slave for you by britney spears how you remind me by nickelback
1: oof we're getting some good choices here, Charity. Even though this is one of my favorite Britney songs, and I do know the choreography to this day to I'm a Slave For You. Get ready for those dance battles, Queendom, because that one, I slay when I do that one. But mine is Lady Marmalade. Christine Aguilera, Maya Pink, Little Kim.
0: I'm going to pick You Rock My robe by Michael Jackson. I love the video, and I had a little fun piece of trivia. When I lived in LA, my neighbor was the guy that he danced battles with in that video. Ooh, la la.
1: Very LA. Right? (laughs) Okay. Pick a song from 2002. And don't worry, everyone, we don't go through like 2020 because (laughs) it's a little long, but we thought this would be fun. Different music choices that are outside of the K-pop realm give you a better feel for what we vibe with. Pick a song from 2002. Dilemma by Nelly and Kelly Rowland. Lose Yourself by Eminem. She Will Be Loved by Maroon Five, Complicated by Avril Levine, The Scientist by Coldplay, A Thousand Miles by Vanessa Carlton, Since You've Been Gone by Kelly Clarkson, or Work It by Missy Elliott.
0: I'm gonna pick Dilemma by Nellie and Kelly Rowland.
1: Oh, It's a great
0: song. When you
1: picking I will be picking. The Scientist by Coldplay. Her song, surprise, surprise, a very sad song. So, <laughs> think it like it's depressing, I pick it. <laughs> oh, that's a, you want a great depressing song. That's the one. <laughs> pick a song from
0: 2003. Where's the Love by Black Eyed Peas. Heya by Outkast. Into Club by Fifty Cent. Crazy in Love by Beyonce featuring Jay Z. Numb by Lincoln Park. Miss Independent by Kelly Clarkson. Get Low by Lil John and the Eastside Boys featuring Ying Yang twins. Bring Me to Life by
1: Evanescence. There's a lot of Kelly Clarkson songs on here. Um, again, I love all of these songs. If you want to start a party, Get Low. Ooh, I've got memories to that song. But I'm going to pick Hey Yeah by Outcast, one of my favorite hip hop groups ever. Classic. That's a good one. I'm going to pick Get Low that see it gets the party started <laughs> <It sure does. laughs> play that song to this day and like uh, you can't not dance to it you cannot get low <laughs> either get low <laughs> pick a song from 2004 boulevard of broken dreams by green day drop it like it's hot by snoop Dogg featuring pharrell you're beautiful by james blunt yeah by usher featuring little john and Ludacris. one two step by sierra featuring missy elliott just lose it by eminem milkshake by calice and breakaway by kelly clarkson i love that breakaway song so much so i'm gonna pick that one there is so much kelly clarkson oh, on no. this I, kelly clarkson's number one fan clearly wrote this quiz <laughs> um, well,
0: no shade so but cool. like, I, like
1: that was her era Girl. milkshake by calice my milkshake brings all the boys to the yard and they're like it's better, it's better than, than your <laughs> favorite yeah <laughs> i love that song i still love that song shout out calice Shout out, Khalees. And she came out of that divorce with Nas like a champ. (laughs) Love her.
0: We are, uh, Queendom, we are clearly having a vibe over here. Do join us.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, these songs are amazing. These will be on the playlist this week. Again, we make a playlist of all the songs mentioned on the episode every single week. Look it up on Spotify, NYC K-Pop Queens. You have to pick Profile and then pick us and it'll show our playlist. If you just do the podcast, it doesn't show up because it's Spotify, so... Anyways, back to the quiz. Take a song
0: from 2005. My Hums by The Black Eyed Peas. We Belong Together by Mariah Carey. Pond Replay by Rihanna. Gold Digger by Kanye West featuring Jamie Foxx. Sugar, We're Going Down by Fall Out Boys. Don't Ya by Pussycat Dolls featuring Busta Rhymes. You and Me by Lifehouse. Candy Shop by 50 Cent featuring Olivia. Gold Digger
1: by Kanye West. Hey. She
0: ain't nothing but a gold digger.
1: That song is so good. So, it so. takes my money
0: <laughs> when I'm <leave.
1: laughs> yeah, All right, sorry guys. We're uh, going to way off. This, this quiz is long and we're getting way off track. Right. We'll speed it up. Pick a song from 2006 Welcome to the Black Parade, My Chemical Romance. Ain't no other man, Christina Aguilera. Irreplaceable, Beyonce. Back to Black, Amy Winehouse. Unfaithful, Rihanna. Sexy back, Justin Timberlake and Timberland, Chasing Cars, Snow Patrol and Promiscuous, Nelly Furtado and Timberland. I actually really love that Chasing Cars song a lot, so I'm picking that one. Oh, it's beautiful. Back to Black, Amy Winehouse. Okay, pick love. a song from 2007.
0: Umbrella by Rihanna, Bleeding Love by Leona Lewis, What I've Done by Linkin Park, Thanks for the Memories by Fall Out Boy's, SOS by Jonas Brothers. Makes me wonder my Maroon 5. Beautiful Girls by Sean Kingston and Stronger by Kanye West.
1: Bleeding Love, Leona Lewis. One of my all-time favorite songs. Beautiful perfect song. pop song. That's a good one. I'm going to pick Umbrella. Ella. Ella. <laughs> Another perfect pop song. Put Rihanna on the map. Game changer. Song from 2008. I'm yours, Jason Mraz. Poker face, Lady Gaga. Don't stop the music, Rihanna. If I were a boy, Beyonce. Viva La Vida, Coldplay, I Kissed a Girl, Katy Perry, So What, Pink, or Burning Up, Jonas Brothers? I am going to pick Poker Face by Lady Gaga. I pick Burning Up by the Jonas Brothers. All right, last one, guys. Thank you for bearing with us. Almost done. <laughs> pick a song from 2009. I Got a
0: Feelin' by the Black Eyed Peas, Fireflies by Owl City, Best I Ever Had by Drake, Love Story by Taylor Swift, Right Round by Flo Rida, The Climb by Miley Cyrus, Empire State of Mind by Jay-Z featuring Alicia Keys, and My Life Would Suck Without You by Kelly Clarkson.
1: There she is again, Kelly Clarkson. I pick Best I Ever Had by Drake. I pick
0: Empire State of Mind. Ugh, I gotta pick Drake over all that, <laughs> just because that song, like,
1: it's-, it's- yeah, that's great. Okay, my result I'm very happy with because he's my bias. Jin Young from GOT7. I got Young J. <laughs> we both got our biases. That's so funny. That's funny. This was a very detailed quiz too. Yeah, but... Okay, I take back my shade from Kelly Clarkson's number one fan. This was very well written because <laughs> <laughs> clearly... Our personalities match our biases. Yes. That was a super fun quiz. It's fun to go down memory lane. Please take this quiz with us, everyone. Hopefully you were thinking who you would pick while you were listening. The quiz link is in the description of the podcast you're listening to right now. We'll also post that over on Instagram, NYC K-pop Queens. Let us know your results. So much fun. All right. Charity, we've got to move on. And I know you've been waiting for this. I'm so ready. (laughs) You guys. Charity's bias, not all bias, but he is up there. You've heard us gush about Super M and XO on this podcast. Charity's man, Kai, released his much-anticipated debut. It's his solo album. It's called the first mini album. The first single is, "Mm -hmm." (laughs) mm-hmm. There's no way to say it without singing (laughs) it. That's what it's called, and there's a music video for it. Charity, let's talk about it. First give off, me your thoughts. can I say that this album is such a vibe
0: and the vibe is sexy and chill and sensual and everything that is up my alley, I'm so happy with this album. Just want to say that first off. Secondly, the single mm-hmm, is mm-hmm. so fantastic. I love that it starts off with the pre-chorus into the chorus. And it's such a real yeah. cool kind of song. Like it just kind of sits there. I don't know how to describe what I'm trying to say. It's just like.
1: <laughs> well, I think it fits his whole, the whole album. We've talked about it on the podcast before. And I tend to really like the ones that are very cohesive. The album has an, a tone that it doesn't stray too far away from. Yeah. It makes it very easy to listen to mm-hmm. it beginning to end. And this, I, I guess we can't call it an album. It's a mini album. Yeah. But it has a very strong identity and it is yes. a R and B like sensual R and B with beats is what yeah. I would kind of yes. say. It, it fits that very well. The whole album is really in that vein, which we know is right up charity is right <laughs> up your alley. It's Kai. who's like your bias. He's so handsome. Yeah. I like the song. I think the song is great. We'll get into album picks. The video, I loved the choreography, especially when they were in that formation. Mm-hmm. I thought the slow movements were the body so rolls. sexy. Let's just talk about that, please. So sexy. Really, really cool. He looks fantastic. I didn't love the concept of the music video. It looked like a Westworld nightmare, if I'm being honest. I felt like I was in Westworld and I was in a nightmare. They did all this, like, CG. <laughs> I'm sorry. I mean, I... It's what I'm here for. I you can't love everything. I know, this it's No true. Shade to Kai, and I re- I really like the song, but the styling choices and like the concept. It was like, it just was bizarre, and I I hated hated the headpiece he wore, the sequence headpiece in the very beginning. What was that?
0: The styling was not, it was not my favorite. But I feel like he's such a risk taker when it comes to fashion. Like when they're in – when they style them, I feel like they tend to put him in more different outfits. Like they'll put him in a crop top a lot. Yeah. And I feel like he has a little bit more eccentric taste. Yes.
1: Good way to put it. Yeah. So (laughs) I love – Risk taker, eccentric. <laughs> Charity is coming up with nice ways to say what I said. I hate the styling. I'm sorry. It, it, him, and though. it's just, you can love the person, but not that weird outfit. Like, it was, first of all, the first outfit, I was like, this is fine, but you've got this Aww. pink sequenced. Oh, no. It looked like a long do rag that the yeah. stylist put sequence on. It's yeah. just not good. Then you have that scary cowboy hat thing. <laughs> I hated that look. Uh, Kaya's so handsome. He's so handsome. And some of the pictures, concept pictures from the album, knocked it out of the park. But some of them for me, I think you're right. I think because he kind of has the proportions and the looks of a model, The SM stylist, just have fun with him and put whatever on him. And sometimes it works and sometimes it doesn't. Again, this is no shade to him because I do like the song. And there's moments in the music video that I liked it because I liked the choreography and his performance. But I hated the concept and I hated the costumes. I was like, come on. This is not what this song deserves.
0: I think that he had a big hand in the styling because in an interview, he said that the video and the like you know the style and the music was kind of I'm editorializing, but like all his favorite things <gasps> yeah, no. so that's no. why I'm like well he's he likes to wear you know, he likes okay. to be extra, and he's eccentric, and I'm fine with that, so if he wants okay. to wear that sequin hat thing on our date, I oh
1: god oh, I, will, charity. I will do it, it's fine, charity, <laughs> if, if I any other guy should. girl quit lying if any other guy showed up to your house wearing that sequenced thing on their head pink hot pink sequenced it's long it's it's so it it just doesn't work it just doesn't work oh what an interesting choice let's go out in public though but i I do appreciate that he likes to
0: take risks i really do Sometimes okay. it works. No, you're right.
1: And and you know what? It's just personal taste. Like this is not my personal taste. This is oh. really far from what I would like. But everyone has personal tastes. So many of us have different tastes in clothing, mm-hmm. you know, in designing your house, all of that stuff. We all just have different tastes. And Kai's sensibilities are not mine. So I want to say like I'm not – I'm joking around. I'm not yeah. trying to like be, be mean. That's the negative For me of the music videos, I just didn't love the costumes and concept, but that doesn't take away from the song. And of course the album, let's talk about the album. What are your, what are your picks? You're like the whole thing.
0: You have no idea how hard it was for me to choose (laughs) just three songs that I liked because it's basically the entire album. so I loved, "Mm -hmm," I love that's my favorite. But I really loved Amnesia. I think that chorus is so catchy and so sexy. Like the whole album is sexy. Mm-hmm. Nothing on me. The first thing that I noticed is he kind of sounded like the weekend in that song. Yeah. And then Ride or Die has like an 80s groove, which I really liked. I just really like the whole album. I just had to pick three to talk about. But honestly, I love the entire album so much. And I listened to that album so many times since Monday. So mm-hmm. I would say I'm a fan. And I'm so very proud mm-hmm. of him because I know he's been waiting years to release something. So yeah, the fact that this is what he's released and it's my kind of aesthetic just makes me even more happy because I love it so much. So I'm a happy camper.
1: Perfect fit for charity. I do think, huge congratulations to Kai. You know, we talked about how difficult it is for him because he's following up. Bacon's had a couple monster releases Mm -hmm. and we know who he is as an artist and a vocalist. And then you have Taman, who is ridiculous as a solo artist. I mean, he brings so much to the table and he is, we know who he is. For Kai to do a solo effort, he comes with a different skill set. Mm-hmm. And what we've seen of him, especially when he's in a group with those guys, Kai doesn't get a lot of singing lines. He's the body, he's the face. Yeah, I think they did a great job in producing this album in highlighting what he can do. They really showed there's a lot more to him and I think it's just a great effort, a great effort from Kai. My favorite songs, I like D'Amicia. I like that one too. I thought, like, where did those high notes come from? Right? He shows a lot of vocal yeah, range in that yeah. song. And I love when he goes from that high part to really low, and he kind of talks, sings the I got you boo mm-hmm. part. So sexy and cool. Uh, but my favorite song is Ride or Die. I love those single guitar notes with kind of the slow lead to the bass coming in. It's just such a cool vibe, really interesting melody. And vocally, he sounds great. You know, you hear more of his range. So yeah, I think this was exactly what Kai should be doing musically. It really fits him really really nice effort the music video
0: set a new record as a most viewed sm soloist debut within 24 hours it was he got 4 million views within 7 hours and 44 minutes is what i read and i was like i am so proud of you boo clearly
1: we like you weren't the only one waiting on bated breath for this for this debut (laughs) Kai is so popular. He Hey, he got number one in our poll this week of which comeback or debut people were most excited about. So I think that also puts a lot of pressure on him. Yeah. Like the pressure on him is immense. He's got a lot of pressure and he delivered. He delivered. I do
0: love his 90s references and the songs, which also we know I love too, like, My boo, and then he said my shoddy. I'm like, oh my god, you did not, and and mm -hmm, he says that. I was like, you did not say my shoddy, Kai. You did not. I think you did.
1: (laughs) He did. He did. He did.
0: Like I I haven't heard that term in forever. (laughs) No, no, not
1: since maybe like 2003, right? Um,
0: Like yes, Kai, bring it it back. back.
1: Kai has interesting sensibilities <laughs> um, yeah i'm not I'm not the biggest fan of Shoddy, but uh, I do like my boo. I think that's yeah, that's a great great phrase. I'm all for bringing that back. Let's listen to a clip before we move on. I want everyone to hear the song that we both love. just listening to the song and not watching the video it's it'll give you a great sense of how good the song mm-hmm. is. <laughs> I love the song so much. Let's
0: listen to it. <laughs> And he's like, I said, I said.
1: <laughs> I love that part. Very <laughs> uh, specific. Yeah, it's a it's a cool <laughs> song, and again, it fits with what he did. I'm not into the music video, but there's a video reaction of Kai watching the music video with Bacon. Bacon loved it. It's really funny. Um, if you know what I'm talking about, or if you haven't seen it, watch it. Their interaction's great. And I loved it when Kai, that part of the music video, which I'm sure you know, where Kai's shirtless. Oh, I know. Bacon kept being like, (laughs) oh, this is where everyone's pressing the space bar right now. (laughs) Guilty as charged, Bacon. (laughs) And then it kept being like, your body, wow, it's like mine. (laughs) (laughs) Um, It was really funny. It's Well, and I also really liked that Bacon did Kai's press conference, that he did that interview. That's something that SM has done. They've had the EXO guys interview each other when their solos come out. And I think it's just kind of heartwarming. And it would make the artist more comfortable yeah, to be sitting there with a friend answering those questions. I love their interaction together. And Bacon's really championed this album and has been hyping it up quite a bit on social media. So love those guys. A lot of XO and Super M camaraderie.
0: Good job. Good job, Shotty. I approve.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Charity's boo released a great album. <laughs> okay, moving on to a different debut, completely different, another exciting debut, but this is from a group. This is the first time we've seen them. They were formed on a reality show called Island. So they already kind of have a fan base built in because a lot of people watched and loved that show and we're really emotionally invested of which guys are going to make the group Mm -hmm. and this is a big hit group this is bts's label big hits behind them in hyphen is the name and the name of the mini album is border day one the single given taken that's their debut song music video charity what do you think
0: I really, really liked it a lot. I didn't really have any expectations because I wasn't super familiar. Like, I didn't watch the show. I just kind of saw stuff about them on Twitter. But I was really impressed just based on kind of the direction Big Hit's kind of taken with the other groups. I wasn't sure which way they would go. And I have Mm -hmm. to say I was very surprised at how grown up and kind of dark and sexy the concept was that they've given them, this vampire concept For such young guys, I was not expecting that from Big Hit because Big Hit seems to be a little more, what's the word? Juvenile. Juvenile, yeah, a little more safer, more juvenile pastels and, you know, bubblegum kind of sometimes, especially lately. So to see this concept and the video, I was really surprised. I have to say that Mm -hmm. I loved the harp in the beginning,
1: Yes, And then
0: as the other music was layered over top of it, the harp, it was beautiful in the beginning. It then kind of had this haunting presence, and then it just disappeared. I love that so much. Really
1: a smart placement. Yeah. I completely agree. Yeah. I'm with you. I came in very open-minded. I know they're a young group. This is their debut. And I think because they're coming from Big Hit, I was shocked at the direction. Yeah. The music, not just the music video, but the music on the mini album. Conceptually, this is a very different direction. And I think it's exciting. I think that this is much more my vibe mm-hmm. and kind of what I like. Give and Taken is a great debut song. You know, the song a group debuts with is always remembered and talked about. Great song. I completely agree. I love that harp at the beginning and the way they utilize it. And the choreography is really cool. So cool. They've done, they've done some great performances already. And I think that they do a really good job having their own vibe throughout the choreography. I definitely, you see inspirations. I saw a little bit of BTS. I saw a little bit of Irene Salgi's Monster. There's definitely some stuff in there that I was like, yes, I get this vibe and I'm here for it. And they flow in and out of formation so
0: effortlessly, like in the, some of the performances. Always. Yeah.
1: And I think that that's like a key to big hits artists. When you think about BTS, when you think about TXT, when you think about now in Hyphen, the choreography is always so good and they're always so perfect. Perfect. It's always seven perfect dancers, not seven guys that can dance, but this one stands out. They're always on it. And in Hyphen is living up to the legacy of BTS and TXT. Big hit, good dancers. Yeah, I'm really into this song, and I thought the music video was very interesting. It had a dark vibe without being campy. Yeah, without being, it was really cool. It was like these young guys in a scary movie or haunted house without any of the campy, cheesy stuff that w- that you would picture. It was really interesting. I do
0: have to say with Big Hit, and I don't know why this is their calling card these days with every artist that they do, the overprocessing of the vocals. Why? Why Big Hit? Why do you do this? I'm just, I don't understand who thought this was like, let's just do this to everyone. I mean, at least in this song, it's not as as much as like the last BTS album, but I just don't understand why that's kind of the avenue they're going down when they have such amazing strong talented singers. It's not like the singers need it to be helpful because they they have such strong vocals already. Usually you do that yeah. to mask issues. You don't do yeah. it to voices that don't need masking. So I just I don't I don't understand it. That's my
1: only kind of it Maybe you know. maybe it's more of, you know, they they took a big step towards the west this year with yeah. BTS with dynamite and maybe because that's all music in the u.s is is hyper 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 auto-tune vocalization effects so they're following that trend yeah. but i agree with you we don't we don't need that trend yeah. we don't need that trend and these guys can definitely sing what did you think of the rest of the album
0: the given is my favorite but i also really liked okay. flicker and let me in yeah i didn't really get yeah. what the parentheses 20 cube I don't know either. I'm just kind yeah. let
1: me in. <laughs>
0: yeah, me too. I was like, okay, I, I don't let know what in. that means. I have. I obviously didn't look it up,
1: but it just was interesting. So it's four songs with an intro and an outro. Mm-hmm. And what I love about this, they're getting back to what I enjoyed about BTS when I first started standing, a strong concept and storyline from the very beginning. So we're watching them from the debut. We're in on this storyline. Mm-hmm. And I love that because that gives you so much content and it's just really cool and interesting. So the intros and outros, I thought, were great, especially the haunting outro. Yes. Really cool. But I liked every song. I thought this was such a strong debut that to me in those four songs, there are no skips. The one that stood out, it's hard to say stood out the most because I liked them all so much, but I did like Let Me In. I love that kind of slight reggaeton. Really cool. Great production. Flicker, Love the beat. And again, there's a little bit of reggaeton in it. Really, really cool. Big Hit's clearly spending money on these guys. Yeah. Super strong debut. And to me, this is their response to Treasure.
0: Yeah, Um, because it's such a departure from the other
1: groups on their label. That's why I was so shocked by it. Well, clearly Bang PD has been listening to us. He (laughs) knows what the vibe is. (laughs) The vibe is trending more that way. Yeah, And I think he's reactionary a lot in- Mm -hmm. and very thoughtful Mm -hmm. in how he puts together his groups, their response to another group that's already out. That's just my personal opinion based on everything he's done from when he started Big Hit and BTS. So I think like this is, to me, their direction is similar in some ways to Treasure, and it's a response to Treasure. And you know how much we all love Treasure. I think they're my rookie of the year as of right now. Wow, are they strong. But I will say... This is good. In hiking is good. Like, this is really good. Great music, great choreography, strong concept throughout. Really impressive debut. And I went in with zero expectations. So to come out of it like, wow, I'm listening to this on repeat and I'm really into it, surprised me. And I I just thought the songs were really nice and well done and they sounded like they were made for them. It didn't sound like other groups. There's maybe one that I would give to TXT 10 months reminded me of something that would be on the latest TXT album, Mm -hmm. which I also really liked. Yeah. The other three I thought were very specifically in hyphen. Great debut, great debut, big hits investing in this group as they should. And I'm like you, I didn't watch Island. I knew about it because it was always all over Stan Twitter. A lot of people were watching every week and very invested. And for those of you that don't know, this is the way a lot of K-pop groups get put together. You know, uh, Monster X was on a reality show like mm-hmm. this. So it's really just kind of a brutal TV series where you watch all the trainees going through the trainee process, but it's being filmed and on television, and then the final group gets picked. So, I mean, it sucks it's for smart. the trainees, but it's really
0: smart to get yeah. in a, a built-in fan base. 100% yep it's people a are already really smart invested.
1: exactly and you already have your favorites you already have your bias did anybody stand out to you
0: I mean they all were really good I wouldn't say like I have a bias because they're you know yeah. a little younger but yeah I don't know enough about them yet to say who my favorite is but I thought they all had beautiful voices I really like the concept
1: a lot mm-hmm. did anyone stand out to you yeah I think mm-hmm. he's young He's a star to me. He vocally stands out so much. Like he does one line. It's the second line on Let Me In. My ears immediately. Who's that? And then it made sense. I'm like, oh, okay, yeah. Cause that guy stood out to me on the title track. I think he's really strong vocally. He's center. He's like, um, you know, he's John Cook. Yes. He's the all-around that has that great voice. So Right now, I'm like you. I don't pick a bias when the, when they're teenagers, a yeah. little, little bit young. But he, to me, he stands out. He's the member that stands out right now. And I'm just, yeah, I, I hate to say this, but this really did blow me away. I I, was, I wasn't expecting it. Was, exactly. I was not expecting it at all. But the thing is, Big Hit is a publicly traded company now. They have investors. They have a, it's a different deal yep. for that label and I think we're already seeing a response. We're obviously seeing a response with the labels they've acquired, with Pletus, um, you know, 17, mm-hmm. G-Friend. And then they also just bought Zico's label, Z-I-C-O. And he's a big star in Korea. We're, I'm not as familiar. We're not as familiar here, I don't think. But he's someone that was in a group and then went solo and started his own label. And they just acquired that. So Big Hit is responding to investor pressure. It's a yeah. whole new world when you go public. Yeah, no, I'm I'm optimistic for their future after seeing this debut. This was really great. So shout out and hypen and shout out to the fans. This has to be a really exciting debut after you've kind of watched the reality show. So I'm into it. I think maybe let's listen to a clip of give and taken. Okay. Yeah, let's let the Queendom hear what we're vibing with. I love you
0: hypen good job very proud
1: of you good debut good debut good debut keep up the good work i'm excited for them we've seen how much txt and i know other people pronounce it differently but i'm always them (laughs) txt sorry guys t by t we've seen how much uh t by t has grown we've seen what they've done creatively in such a short period of time imagine what this group is gonna do i know yeah i'm here for it Oof. Okay, moving on. The AAA Awards, Asia Artist Awards, were this past weekend. It's award season in Korea and for K pop. There's a lot of awards and huge performances happening this month. So these are big ones, and they happened this past weekend. Tons of categories, a lot of winners, a lot of performances, Charity. So, so many. many. Oh, my goodness. So many great performances from our faves. But I think I was most excited about the grand prize winners. Mm Day songs. Is that how you say it? Day songs. Oh my goodness. Okay. Let's break this down. So day songs are a massive deal in K-pop. It's a really big deal to win grand prizes at these award shows. These are, so these would be kind of the most important awards. And it's something a lot of fandoms get in fights about. Like we have this many day (laughs) songs. Like it's a very, it's a big deal. So, I was really pleasantly surprised with a couple of these. I was shocked and me too, over the moon. So no surprise here. BTS Dynamite, one song of the year. Uh, yes, they've had was a it massive should. year. Yeah. yeah, they've had a massive year. No surprise. Performance of the year went to our boys. Got seven. So right. like, I was surprised by that. I think that's so cool that they won performance of the year. They've had some really really impressive stages. Yeah. And it was just fun because we're reviewing them this week. So to get to see them win a a massive grand prize award, and we'll talk about their performance in a little bit, but they won performance of the year. Artist of the year went to twice. So cool. Which I'm not surprised at at all. I think twice has had their best year. For sure. Putting out really solid albums, great singles. They've done a lot of work this year and they deserve every award. So I was happy to see that album of the year went to NCT Good job, boys! Very proud of you. Not surprising, we've been talking about it nonstop. It's very recent, Mm -hmm. but that was really cool to see all twenty-three of them on stage and Tayon leading them during the speech. It was very really nice. But the one to me that I was most excited about: stage of the year, Monster X. Oh, so well deserved after such a crap year last
0: year, and what? those guys went through they deserve yep. everything they deserve and all the awards
1: they've been in the industry for five years now and have never won a Dessing. this is their first grand prize award ever in any category any show so I was just over the moon for them I'm so freaking proud, so proud. That's a- and they deserve it think about the yeah. stages they've put on this year oh my year. gosh like, I know They have been killing it. And it's just nice for them to get the recognition they deserve. Mm -hmm. I'm so proud of them. And I think everyone, you know, everyone deserves the awards they got. There's always arguing on Twitter that people think their group deserves everything. And these people don't deserve. I'm really happy (laughs) to see a lot of different acts win the grand prizes. So their fans can, you know, cheer with them. All of these groups have put out such amazing stuff this year that like, now, I wouldn't change any of the grand prize awards. I thought they were fabulous. And then there's tons of other awards. This is a huge show. One that's relevant to what we just talked about. Potential Actor Award went to Jin Young from GOT7. He's done some acting and he's great. And that's kind of them saying they think he'll be the next big one. Um, best Music Video, Stray Kids, God's Menu. Good job, guys. Hello. Like... There's a lot of great music videos in the K-pop world, but none has snatched me like that one. That's like, amazing. Well, that performance that. in the
0: concert. Yeah.
1: I mean, they're, they're insane. Uh, Pentagon. Pentagon won Best Icon Singer. That's awesome. Treasure won Best New Artist. They did. Yeah. We we're just saying rookie group. Mm-hmm. Treasure. They've been killing it. I think they're probably going to sweep award season. Yeah.
0: They're for, impressive. Um, their stage was so
1: good. I love their coordinating outfits too. Yes. Secret Number One for girl group best new artist. So Very good. We talked about them a couple of weeks ago. We had our biggest episode ever. It was Secret Number. Their fans are so devoted. Mm-hmm. They're really, really cool. They're yeah. So the future of K-pop is in great hands when yeah. you have groups like Treasure and Secret Number, Gravity. Now you have Inhyphen. Really cool! It's going to be a fun couple years coming up with everyone. Everyone else just getting stronger, and then you have yeah. these rookie groups coming that are amazing. So, the boys and Itzy won a lot of our favorites won awards, and the grand prize awards were exciting. Let's talk about performances. What were some of your favorite performances from the weekend? Monster X, I I yeah. love any stage they do.
0: Obviously, like they're one of my favorites. And I really like those suits that they wear. I love this like suit era that they're in. I think it's very classy and very
1: powerful. Yes. It's so sexy, Mm -hmm. simple, perfect. And they really, I just wrote powerful for their stage. They started with, I believe the first song was Stand Together. And then they did Love Killa. They bring so much power and presence Mm -hmm. to the stage they're really dynamic performers and i agree the suits that they've been wearing for love killer they're killers they're so handsome really cool go with the vibe i'm with you i thought great performance great performance so you can't argue them winning stage of the year when they do a performance like that yeah i liked got seven they did aura and not by the moon what i really like about them they don't perform with any backtracks. And I feel like they were the only one in that whole award show. Yeah, Um, most of them do. Every other group. And our favorites. Monster X has a backtrack. Like, they all perform with backtracks. They're not, it depends on the group how loud the backtrack is. But I love that GOT7 doesn't. I would much rather hear just real vocals. And they're great singers. And they didn't have perfect notes the whole time. And it was a great performance. You, I want to hear that. Yeah, like when
0: they do the backing tracks and they just don't sing parts of the verses.
1: Yes. I'm like, I'm sorry, why am I watching this? <laughs> it, <laughs> and yeah, I know there's one person that does that in one of our favorite groups quite yes. a bit. He stands there and makes faces and then puts the mic up and starts rapping. I'm and right, I'm like, well, yeah, but, like, but that was it. your part too. <sighs> that was yeah. your part too, so yeah. why don't you do that part? I don't like it, I think. And I think they do that to prove, look, I'm not lip syncing. Well- you're not lip syncing if you don't have a track like rapping over yourself cool but i would rather just hear you rap i don't want to hear the background of you rapping so that does disappoint me that every group seems to employ that and i think got seven deserves major props that they don't yeah and i also want to say when you go see these guys live they don't we've seen bts how many times there's no backtrack none yeah All of these groups, there's no backtrack when you see them live. So I don't understand on award shows and TV show performances why they feel they have to use it. Yeah. They're doing a disservice to themselves and to K-pop because these aren't guys that just lip sync. To me, one of the most impressive parts when you see them live is that they're not lip syncing and they're able to have the stamina to dance and sing like they do. Mm -hmm. So I think they need to employ more of that in their performances on these award shows and, you know, Variety shows and all the stuff. It just doesn't, don't sell yourself short. You're talented. Yeah. You can do it without a backtrack. Um, I liked twice doing I Can't Stop Me and more and more. Like I love two those of their biggest outfits. hits from the year. Yeah, the little like pink and white Chanel mm-hmm. outfits. Very cute, very feminine. I, yeah, I thought they were nice. Pentagon did Daisy, which I still think is one of the most interesting K pop songs I've ever yeah, heard, really definitely good. of this past year. It's just so different. And they're really interesting is how I describe Pentagon. The way they look, the way they sound, the way they perform. Mm-hmm. They're just they're just different. There's something about them that always grabs me. And they did a great job. NCT, we'll get to them in a second because I have a lot I want to say about them. <laughs> uh, I got straight, but we have to shout out our boys, Stray Kids. Yes. I feel like coming off that live concert, they brought that signature energy to their performance. Mm-hmm. And when you have God's Menu and Backdoor back-to-back, who can top that when it comes to like the energy and the intensity of the performance. Both of those songs are so in your face and intense and cool. And, you know, they, of course, knocked it out of the park. Wonderful performance from them. Now let's get to NCT, though. I just had to give that shout out to them. So NCT, they gave us a little bit of everything. They did did From Home, and then that went into Work It, and 90s Love, and then Make a Wish. So you had... The four singles from Resonance Part 1 and Resonance Part 2 and all 23 of the guys on stage. So what did you think about the whole thing? When it started with From Home, I was like, oh my God, yes,
0: yes, yes. Like just that, like the beginning when you hear the piano, I'm just like, oh, yes. I love the red outfits. And I love the the transitions between songs. Like Young did like a dance solo. Ten had a dance solo and i just love seeing them shine like that and and just showing what amazing dancers they are and what amazing performers they are yeah no
1: i think so too and and the red and black red and black outfits it's like sm to a t yes. they're wearing really cool red and black suits i thought it was very much this is who they are this mm-hmm. is what they bring to the table yeah there were some other interesting things that happened <laughs> Something that stood out to me—I don't know if you noticed it.
0: <laughs>
1: Lucas. Do you know what I'm gonna say?
0: Yes, yeah. yes. So yeah. I wonder who made him upset because he always uses
1: smiles, like ear to ear, when he performs. We have talked about this. I mean, I put Lucas in my ultimate K-pop fantasy group. We—I t- talked about how he's kind of the sunshine of any room he's in. He's the mood maker. He is always a bright light. And it's really rare to see Lucas not emitting positive energy. The entire show, when they received awards, when they performed, Lucas didn't smile once, and he looked visibly very upset. Yeah, it was weird. When they were doing Make-A-Wish, he looked like he was doing a walkthrough and was really upset. So I'm super concerned that's not what we're used to seeing from lucas and either he's very very upset or he was really sick and just trying to get through because he didn't feel well either way i just feel bad i don't ever want to see him upset because he's such a light and he's such a talent i'm like what is going on what is going on in the background i'm concerned we have concerns for uh lucas only ones that noticed a lot of people noticed it was all over. It was all over Twitter. It was, it was everywhere. I mean, it's on all the like gossip K-pop sites. Mm-hmm. There was an issue. Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know. And, and my worst fears, because I always go there, are they're redistributing the members of NCT because you, I think something's going to happen. You don't introduce two new members in Sanchan and Shataro and not put them in a group or form a new group. So I'm just praying Mm. that like our favorites aren't taken from their group. Like what happened to Win-Win when he was taken from 127 and put with a new group Wavy and had to train and debut again. Lucas is like one of their main guys. I mean, he's He's in in super M. M. They're not going to screw him over, but maybe he's upset because of a friend, you know, like Wavy out of all these guys, I believe Wavy are genuine friends. They have such a tight bond. They actually are friends and love hanging out together. They've mentioned Wavy's dorm is the most fun. They own those pets and raise them together. They're family. So it would be a big loss if something happened there, you know? I hope not. I hope not, too. I'm. But what are they going to do with the new members? What do you think is happening to Chan and Shitaro? I don't know. Maybe.
0: Maybe they'll just have like a subunit and they'll just be in the subunit yeah and not
1: be in a group maybe but possibly. the subunit would still
0: I don't think so like I don't think they're going to like they have super m super m's like its own thing but they also like have their separate groups maybe this will be a subunit and they'll just be in the subunit and they'll pull people from other groups and let people be in double groups except
1: for those two possibly I don't think so I they don't think, think so. People around. Oh my they wouldn't have in- introduced them. And I've also noticed in my research, as I call it, <laughs> um, there's been pictures of other NCT trainees with the rest of the NCT group. There's three mystery guys that have been hanging around quite a bit. Um, they were all at a wedding last week together. I think a new group is going to be announced. And I hope if they do that, it's just Sotaro, Sunchan, and other guys we haven't met
0: yeah yeah i
1: really hope they don't pull people away from their groups and do what they did to win-win to any of the guys because that sucks and especially wavy especially when you already have a a fan base built in and it's just not fair like it's yeah it's not fair to the fans and it's not fair to the members like i mean win-win works so hard debuts with 127 and then once 127 is getting big they're touring america he wasn't part of that he was now training with a new group that hadn't even debuted yet. That really sucks. So I would feel, don't do that to these other guys. They've all worked really hard. There have been rumors of them joining Dream. Dream's mm-hmm. the youngest group. I, under, I understand, but just form a new group. And, and also, you have enough groups. You have 23 members in NCT. Do we really need to keep... Instead of like focusing on the new thing and new thing, just focus on the groups you have because they have so much talent that like there's a lot of money and promotion you can put behind all of these guys. Yeah. Grow what you have. Don't, right? don't dilute your brand. Exactly. Charity said it. That's exactly it. Diluting the brand. So we have a lot of concerns like the rest of SCT fans. I'm... I swear to God, if they do anything to hurt Lucas, when I saw Lucas looking upset, Aww. I just was like screaming, who hurt you? I'll kill them.
0: Aww. Lucas does
1: not deserve anything negative in his life. I adore that kid so much. I swear to God. Oh, if they do anything to ruin Lucas, nope, 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 nope. You better keep wavy all together in that dorm. Like, what's Bella gonna do? Right. Hello, Lucas and Chao Jun. That's like Bella's mom and dad. i can't i I cannot they will not break up that family (laughs) not on my watch (laughs) anyways i digress Um, sorry everyone i get i just that it was just so weird to see that because we're not used to that with lucas so there was maybe one smile i think when wavy won an award um he smiled next to win-win for a second but it was like a split second the rest of the night just upset So shout out to Lucas, sending him lots of love and good vibes because whatever it is, he's going through it.
0: I have a a little PSA shout out to my man, Johnny. Boo, I know you listen. I think maybe it's time we cut her hair. I just want to say you're very handsome, um, but this new hairstyle I don't think suits you whatsoever. Yes. I think that's a nice way to put it. Where his bangs kind of go to, like, his ear or just, like, at his, like, cheekbone level. That's fine. Mm -hmm. But this look where it's kind of like Hyunjin from Stray Kids.
1: That's the issue. That's the issue. (laughs) That's
0: a very hard look to pull off. And Hyunjin and Woo Young are the only two that I know that can pull it off well.
1: But even Woo Young doesn't really do that because he doesn't have the blonde and it's yeah. not as long. Yeah. Like, I really think, I. Ha- how many idols have we seen the past month right? come out with long blonde hair? Yeah. And it's, I'm sorry, but I'm going to say this is Hanjin. He has been killing that long blonde hair. Yeah. For a very for long what, time. Year? It's been like a long time, you guys. So all these other groups coming out with long blonde hair on one of their idols, I agree with you. I think it's really tough to pull off. Johnny's face shape isn't made for that hairstyle. It just isn't flattering to him. It doesn't, like a lot doesn't of us to to his it, overall look. It does. Look. Yeah. It does. A lot of us look better with certain hair colors, yeah. right? Like and
0: some links, people look way
1: better links. exactly. Some people look way better with bangs, some people look way better with like without bangs. Mm-hmm. We all have different looks. It's rare you can pull off everything. And even if you can pull off everything, you still look better with something else. Yeah. A hunjin from Stray Kids. He has a really, I mean, he has a perfect face. I don't want to say these other guys don't, but his face is more slender. It's very angular. It's angular and slender, and he can really pull off yeah. the long hair, ponytail look. Also, the the bright blonde works mm-hmm. for him. The color works for him. He really is striking as a blonde. Yeah. Everyone has different skin tones. This is not right for Johnny. I agree with you. Let's cut that hair and let's yeah let's change the shade. If you're gonna go blonde, give him an icy shade. The warm the warm blonde is not working. It's not the right shade. You've got to go warm or cool when you do this. And the warm. any I still love you though. Is- just to put that out there. Yeah. No. <laughs> n- n- no. Knock on him. They. These guys change their hair, like, every day. It's not a, not a big deal, uh, but I agree with you. It's not my favorite look on Johnny, so no shade, Anyways, but let's, hi, let's get back. So I think it's time, Charity, that we make New York City K-pop Queens. We have a big announcement, and it goes with award season, mm. so it's here. Let's just say a charity. On December 17th, the New York City K-pop Queens will announce the first ever nkq awards we it's award season and we will be giving out our own awards they're called the nkq awards for new york city k-pop queens um we'll have categories like album of the year song of the year boy group of the year girl group of the year rookie of the year uh solo artist of the year we're gonna do the whole thing And what kind of makes this interesting, as you all know, Charity and I don't always agree with everything. We have very different tastes. (laughs) She might love something, I hate it, and vice versa. So I have a feeling once we sit down to deliberate the winners, because we will be picking the winners. This is our decision, our awards. But once we sit down to pick the winners, we probably won't come to a consensus. I think we're going to butt heads on a few of these categories. And we thought it would be really special and fun to have the Queendom, to have you guys dictate who wins those awards. So for the ones we can't agree on, we will release the nominations and ask all of you to vote. So the Queendom, this will be fan voted for some of the awards, and it will be on our Twitter, NYC K-Pop Queens. Please keep a lookout. December 17th is a very special episode where we'll announce the winners. So... Keep a lookout for that, you guys. It's a big deal. NKQ Awards are coming. Get ready. I'm excited. <laughs> I'm excited. I'm ready. I'm so ready. I know you are too. Okay, so that's our big announcement. It'll be really fun. And of course, we're going to have playlists and year-end lists of our you know top 10 songs and everything else. There's a lot to wrap up this year, but we figured why not give away our own awards? So it's going to be a fun a fun couple weeks figuring this out. Look forward to it. But let's move on. BTS had a massive week and something kind of fun and lighthearted that they did. They performed on ABC here in the United States. There was a Christmas holiday Disney sing-along show where different celebrities sung Christmas carols. And BTS did Santa Claus is Coming to Town. So cute. It was very cute. (laughs) They really committed to it and had fun. They were not trying to be cool I think this is the most fun I've seen Nam June have ever. He, he was, was being such a ham. I loved every second of him doing it. Yeah, that. he was really having fun. I just thought if you maybe if you've heard of BTS but you've never seen them and this is what you watched, how could you not be fans? They mm-hmm. are so cute and likable and just seem really uh genuine. Yeah. There's no try to be cool. They were just having fun. And it was, it was wonderful. I, I loved watching it. It brought a huge smile to my face. Me too. Really fun. And speaking of BTS, we knew that they would have a monster week with B, which we reviewed last week. As we predicted a debut number one in the Billboard 200 charts, this is, I believe, their fifth album to do so. Huge congratulations. That's not easy to do. So huge. But the one that's the biggest deal for a plethora of reasons, the one that I think everyone had their fingers crossed for and were kind of waiting Anxiously is the Billboard 100. Those are singles. Those are songs. BTS debuted number one on the Billboard 100 with "Life Goes On," which is just like it's amazing. It's it's Korean. It's a Korean song. Yeah, debuting number one in the United States. Where radio for all of you outside the United States, radio is not playing "Life Goes On." No, at all. Like "Dynamite" is still on the radio and it's doing well and like we predicted it would. It's a very Western American song in English. They released Life Goes On, a Korean song, not getting a lot of promotion, and it's number one. So that's all, that's ARMY. That's ARMY. Good job, guys. Amazing achievement. And I'm really happy for BTS and really proud of them because like, it's Korean, it's their language. And I feel like it's so important to them. There was that... Interview Namjoon did where he kept saying, "I'm Korean. I'm a guy from Korea." He kept kind of bringing it up, and it felt very much to me that like all the success they've had from Dynamite is wonderful, but it might not be authentically BTS. So to put themselves out there and have that song go number one in the United States, that feels so exciting, and I'm just so so proud of them. Massive week to have the number one album and single. And they debuted at number one. That's a huge achievement, no matter what. Huge congratulations to BTS. I thought that was, you know, it's it's fun to be longtime fans and watch them take this journey and see them celebrating. And yeah, very cool. Let's talk about what else is going on in K-pop. Twice performed on the Colbert show. They did Can't Stop Me. And I thought it was a wonderful performance. The way JYP shot it. Oh, they killed it. So I So The choreography for that, every time I watch it, I feel like I like it more and more. It's me so cool fun. Me too. I
0: love when they say red light and they stick their legs out. I love that part. Me? Yes. <laughs>
1: yes. Yeah. When they go down uh, and do that move, I'm yeah. so, so here for it. Now we've seen um, another girl group do that move very recently. <sighs> Whatever. We saw <laughs> twice do it and I can't stop me first. Um, yeah. I love that part. I love the whole, that song and the choreography is great. And I, I'm so happy Twice is continuing to get a lot of promotion because there's enough room for all of these groups. There's enough room for BTS and for other boy K-pop groups to make it in the United States. I feel it's very similar with the girl groups. Blackpink is huge. There's still room for Twice. They're a very different group they're going to attract different fans than Blackpink attracts, you know, like there's room for all of these groups. So I'm happy the labels are promoting them heavily. And I hope they all break in the U S cause they're, they're awesome. I thought that was so good this week, probably when you're all listening to this, cause this comes out every Thursday night on Friday, the finale to this NCT resonance world is coming out. Ooh. New song NCT with all 23 members But interestingly, from what I read, it's going to be a combination of the four singles. Hmm. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, to me, that sounds like a nightmare, but Super M, you know, combined, they did Monster and Infinity and it was great. So we'll see. I'm interested to see what's going to happen. The teaser for it is so powerful. The first teaser came out and Mark is standing there talking the talk. It is powerful, so I think I'm, I'm guessing this is going to be amazing. I'm really excited for it. We'll talk about it next week. Blackpink is up to something. We don't know what, but they kind of released this video that didn't give a lot of information, but they're sending out an invitation for this year end project. Could this be a concert, a virtual concert? I hope so. I hope so too. I'm Blackpink's had a big year. I'm still listening to that album. It's, yeah, it's so good. It's one of my favorites. Yeah. I, I hope that they do a concert. I would love to see this album performed, but we'll see. We'll keep you updated on that. Pentagon, speaking of concerts, they had to cancel their concert last weekend. I was so disappointed. I'm like, what? So I guess one of the members, he was around someone who tested positive for COVID and he didn't test positive, but because he was around an active carrier, had to quarantine for 14 days. And he was around an active carrier, which means he was then around the group and the staff and everyone else. So they made the decision, and I think rightly so, to postpone it, to cancel and quarantine. Yeah. COVID is hitting everyone right now, guys. Like, It's really serious, and it's not just where we are in the United States. So I'm guessing where all of our queendom, where you're listening from, you're maybe having similar experiences because it looks like in Korea... They're getting hit again, and we know that because it's hitting the K-pop world. So Yurin and Sihoon from Everglow, they both tested positive. They have it. And then a group called Uptension, I believe that's how you say it, one of their members, Bido, tested positive. He was around someone, and five days later, that guy tested positive. He finds this out the day after he shot Inky Gago, which is the variety show that Jaehyun and um, Minyuk host. All of our favorites performed on it that week. I think Stray Kids were on, EdCT was on. Yeah. So everyone was in the facility with a person who tested positive the next day. Supposedly, most of the people have reported, no one else has reported that they tested positive except for another member of his group of uptension, which was, I believe, uh, Kogel? Mm -hmm. He tested positive. So you've got two members in that group. So just a reminder, I don't think anyone needs it. It's been such a crazy year. We all know COVID's out there, but you get comfortable or you get tired of doing the same thing. I know we're all desperate to socialize like this sucks, but it's just a somber reminder that it's still out there and very active here in the United States. I feel like we're going to have a couple really tough months Because of Thanksgiving, I mean, just after Halloween, the way the numbers spiked, now we have Thanksgiving travel, and now we're going into Christmas travel. So there's a lot of COVID still very active and around, and you don't know how your body is going to respond to all of our younger listeners. I know it's really easy to be like, I'm young, I'm healthy. If I get it, it'll be like a cold or flu. I hope so, but you don't know. And you could give it to somebody else where it's not like that, so just a very friendly reminder because we're seeing it in the K-pop world right now. And I know, and it's happening. Just be careful. It's, it's annoying, but we have to keep up with all of our protocols, wash your hands, wear a mask, social distance. And as hard as it is, you've got to kind of quell socializing with friends until this goes away. So we're with you. It sucks. It's so frustrating. Yeah. It's not fun. I, I, Trust me, this weekend would normally be my birthday party, and there's no birthday party this year. A very, very lonely birthday because um, it's just, like, not the right thing to do. I'm not going to have my friends party during COVID. It's cold. <laughs> You're going to have to be inside. Not a good idea. It's okay. We'll survive. We'll all survive it, but just a friendly PSA. COVID's still out there. Everyone, please be careful. Sending all of you suffering with it right now positive healing vibes. We'll get through it. 2021 is going to be better, Charity. (laughs) 2021. Let's all hold our breath. 2021 is going to be better. Until then, we'll keep listening to K-pop. And uh, it's kept me going this year, probably for a lot of our friends out there in the queendom. It's kept you going. There's a lot to absorb. Mama is this weekend. Massive award show. And something really funny, you know, Stray Kids got totally screwed over in my opinion excuse the language but I don't care get <laughs> but they didn't get one nomination and then they announced a couple of days ago stray kids are performing interesting so I cannot wait for stray kids to be like hmm look what you missed look at this we're mm-hmm. this exciting group in k-pop right now screw you uh, anyways that's just me being a bitter weird fan but it's gonna be a massive award show huge stuff. We'll be watching and we'll have a full review of it next week. Don't you worry. I think it's time we get to our song of the week, Charity. Always fun. I can guess that what your song of the week. (laughs) (laughs) Is it "Mm -mm," by Kai? It sure is. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Okay. 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 A very, a great pick again. Congratulations, Kai. We're so proud of you. Really awesome. 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 Debut. Really sure. Great. Mine is Got7. I think it was pretty clear I was really into that album. And it's Wave. It's rare nice. when songs kind of yeah. touch a string in me, like it moved me. It's a great song. I love Wave. That's my song of the week. Got7, congratulations. Awesome comeback. And you have, I know you have millions of fans, but you've picked up two more. So... <laughs> We're dropping the bucket, but we're in. We're in. We're a goss from now on. So thank you all for welcoming us into the fandom. We're, pr- we're proud. <laughs> I think that's it for this week. Did I miss anything, Charity? No. Always okay. a fun time doing
0: this podcast with you. Always
1: fun. So much fun for us. Hopefully, it's fun for you. Reach out to us Twitter, Instagram, NYC K pop queens. We've made real friends through this podcast, and that's our goal. We want a community of multi-fan k-pop lovers please come back every week and listen and if there's a group that you're really vibing with that you'd love to hear us review let us know that's how we found secret number and oh my goodness were we blown away so please let us know slide into our dms follow us we'll follow you back and we want to have a conversation we appreciate you so much broken record time, but wow, are we grateful for this experience and to be having this experience with you. Thank you for welcoming us into your lives, into your homes, into your AirPods. We appreciate you. And we will be back next week. New episodes drop every Thursday night. Have a safe, happy, and fun weekend. We love you. Sending out good vibes. See you next week. Bye.